You're listening to a podcast of the Annie and Ando Show. And this morning we're talking single purpose versus multi-purpose. Annie Louie? Yeah, we sure are. Things that you can only use for one reason, and we're talking mostly appliances. And then there are things that are, ooh, like so much, so much range. They've got different like, things you can do with them. It's that whole thing. Is it the thing of multitasking? Because when it comes to human beings, the research, current research is suggesting that multitasking is a crock. Yes, I had a workmate tell me this a few years ago and ever since then when, when I'm trying to brush my teeth and at the same time... Stand on one foot and hold your hands <laughs> in? No, oh, at the same time, you know, I'll be rushing around going, I'll brush my teeth and I'll take the washing off the line. And it's like, you're just doing two things badly. Just on that for a moment. Do you notice when you do it, when you do a second task while brushing your teeth, you still come back to the same spot in the bathroom and then start brushing back from the beginning as if you've not done anything? No. Oh, I do. It must be just me. <laughs> You're on replay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, so I don't know why. I may as well not have started brushing because I get back to the same spot and then I go, right, now start again. Yeah, I guess our brains can't process where we were up to. <laughs> um, back to these appliances. Did you ever have, growing up, and Mr Ando and I were reminiscing about these horrible devices, we, as a, as a kid, I had a can, or my parents had this can, electric can opener that sat proud on the kitchen bench. It was about the size of... I don't know, about the height of a reusable water bottle, but fatter. And it had a nice sharpness slit at the back. And it made the most hideous noise. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you'd, like, you'd open cans and it got splattered and it just... But it took longer, I reckon, to open a can with that. I'm trying to think how many cans have I opened in my life. I think it's like maybe just over 100, you know? Like, how many uses were you getting out of this can opener? Were you opening cans every day? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, back in those days, Annie, we're talking the 80s. Mum would have have done tinned fruit for dessert on a Sunday. (laughs) It would have been the three three different fruits that I don't even know what they were in the the juice. Yeah. Uh, Beetroot. Can't have Um, been healthy. But... Is it oh. that hard? Does it take that much arm strength no. to open a can That's <laughs> that you like, need a machine for it? And then I was saying to Mr Ando about this can opener last night and he goes, oh, we had one too. And I said, I swear his family followed my family or vice versa through the special... Uh, pavilion at the Royal Melbourne Show. Like, that's where my family bought our microwave. Is that where they would unveil or the... The latest The latest. It was near the pie stand. Fair. You'd get a pie and then, come on, kids. (laughs) Like, I remember mum and dad bought a microwave from the Royal Melbourne Show and then I reckon the next year it was the electric can opener. Wow. And Mr Ando's family, same deal. Same microwave. Same (laughs) microwave. Remember the one that had the crack? It was in in the stars, you two. You're lying. It was meant to be. I swear (laughs) we were sitting. Both families were sitting next to each other at the Swagman one year. I swear, because we've got the same Mother's Day and Father's Day photos like that you pay for. I thought you were always going to say, same mother and father in the photos. (laughs) We did check the photos to see if we could see the family in the distance. Uh, (laughs) Or if you were separated at birth. Did your family ever have one of these single purpose? The th- first thing that comes to mind is the salad spinner. Oh. All it did was get the water off the leaves, which could also be done with a paper towel or by whacking it, thumping it on the bench or something, you know? It never comes out as dry. I'm disagreeing <laughs> yeah. with you on this one. It, it deserves its own drawer, the deserves. salad spinner drawer, because it's big it enough. It takes up so <laughs> much space. Like, leaves, they weigh nothing. Meanwhile, you've got this clunky thing with a handle on it, you're cranking away. Question for you. Do you have a salad spinner? Not currently. Why would I? As soon as I moved out, I'm like, get rid of that nonsense. So the one at your mum's place, has it got a sealed bottom or an open bottom? Look at your face. It's got a sealed bottom. 
So mine has an open bottom. What does that mean? It means you can run a tap through it while spinning <laughs> so it washes and dries and the water falls through the bottom. But then if someone like you comes over and you go, hey, Ando, I'm gonna, I'll, ha- I'll do the salads while you do the masculine barbecue thing, Dals, and I go, okay, Annie, yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I'm enjoying this play. <laughs> and so you put the lettuce in and you go standing like over the kitchen bench, all the water's going to pee out everywhere and it happens all the time. I think not many of them uh, have holes in the bottom. That's a good IQ test for anyone who comes around to your place. Yeah. Put them on the salads, see how smart they are. But that sounds messy. It sounds like as you're spinning it, water just flies everywhere. Only from the bottom and you do it inside yeah. your sink. Gotcha. You could do it in the bathtub if you wanted. <laughs> don't Convenient. know what, Spin it away. What kind of lettuce you're spinning, <laughs> Annie Louie? It's Donate Life Week. It is Donate Life Week. What does that mean? Big week. Organ donation. There's a lot of different things that you can donate. And uh, we're trying to encourage more of our members as well to be part of that. So I'm going to take part in a race along with one of the Murphys. <gasps> to oh, see do I get to be your cheer squad? Yes, because oh. I believe you're already registered, yes. aren't you? Yeah. One of the things that people, one of the misconceptions is people often think, oh, but I'm not the world's most healthiest kind of person. Doesn't matter. You might end up in a jar on a shelf if for research purposes, which is good too. Yeah. That came there out. There you go. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm selling it, am I? Floating head in a jar. Yeah, I'm thinking Hannibal Lecter's. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, for, you, you can. I didn't realise it was so specific. You can choose exactly wh- what you wish to donate. Oh. So that seems like you know as much or as little as you want, and it has to be um, under circumstances where it's suitable. Mm. So you know what that Dean Murphy would donate? Um, his Any- hair. <laughs> He does have neat and tidy hair, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. they don't they don't need your follicles. <laughs> no, I'm being cheeky. I'm being This morning we are talking appliances. And, appliances. Um, do you have a favorite appliance? Oh, that is a good question. Well, I'm pretty obsessed with this new coffee machine that my housemate got. So, oh. that's a super fancy a pod appliance. or a ground coffee. Ground with the grip handles and everything. So, mm. yeah. Like a commercial unit. Do you have a grinder? Yes. So, I've been trying to froth milk properly so i gave it a an attempt on the weekend mm, how'd that better. go for you yeah less screaming and squealing than the first time <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly well, but i well, i'm barista trained and i used to make coffees for the sports grounds but mm-hmm. yeah all the knowledge has drifted away drifted away yeah. do you squirt your, your steamer before you yes. put your jug in yeah get the water yeah. out of the pipe Clean your pipes. <laughs> Clean my pipes out. But that's that's super fancy. Or on the weekend, I was also looking for a bottle opener, mm. and somebody's nicked it from our house. So I thought there must be something else I can use. There must be another uh, another utensil that has the skill. And I was so relieved when I found that off the uh, can opener, the back of it also has a bottle opener on it. Yes. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. This is good wow. stuff. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. We were at a family holiday years ago and um, we were looking for a bottle opener and Mr Ando reaches for his foot and takes his thong off, his jandal, <sighs> and in the sole of the jandal was a bottle opener embedded. No, what? no shit. It was a bottle opener embedded into the bottom of his jandal. Oh, where did he thong. buy this? Oh, it was probably... Indonesia. Yeah. I think it was Indonesia. I think they were Nikki Nikki slides or something. Oh. <laughs> you know, the fake ones that misspell. No. Oh, Nikki. Like, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, you yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> With the stripes. What a tourist trap of a jandal. Yeah, I love a good appliance. I actually, I'm one of those that, like, when you get asked, what do you want for your birthday? There's been multiple years over the decades where I've gone, like, for my 21st, I got a mixer, a Kenwood mixer. Mm. 
for one of my birthdays, I got a vacuum cleaner. And I'm not talking mm. when I was like 19, oh, 20, wow. and, and, but like in my 30s, yeah. or 20, late 20s, I've received a vacuum And you enjoy I, that? Oh, I asked. I've researched ah. it. I want a good suction. Yeah. And, you know, pet hair <laughs> removal. <laughs> one year, my sister got for a Christmas present something that was clearly something my dad wanted, and he gifted it to what? an eight year old girl. <laughs> what? A bug zapper. <laughs> Your dad bought your sister. No wonder she's so warped. Lovely, but warped. She got Anna, Anna Louie got a bug zapper for her eighth yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. And what, for a bedroom? <laughs> nice blue, blue no, glow. No, I think it just sat in the living room as her present, present in quotations. And so she never turned it on. Practically, no, I don't think she ever did. It's really dangerous. Imagine if she shoved a knitting needle into the bug zapper and... <laughs> Well, now you've given all the kids ideas, all the kids who Do are listening. Do not try that at home. And you dropped the S-bomb earlier. <laughs> picky, picky. We're talking showers this morning. And he, when I first started dating Mr Ando, I was laying there in bed, he'd got up to have a shower, and I could hear this, right? Which sounds pretty normal. <laughs> I'm laying there half awake, and then all of a sudden, I start to hear this other noise. What's going on? It sounds a little like a mini chainsaw. I'm glad you said chainsaw. Do you know what? He brushes his teeth with an electric toothbrush. Yes, an electric toothbrush, everyone. I know, I know. It's not a chainsaw. Uh-huh. Um, in the shower every morning while the water's running. Mm, we're on the same side of the debate here because <laughs> I agree. It seems like a waste of water to stand there doing nothing, I assume, other than brushing your teeth. I know. That's well, I think it's part of his waking. I don't stand there staring at him in the shower because that'd be creepy. Um, but that whole like standing there in a fetal position and just moving this thing in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about how it's not possible to multitask the yeah, other day. We were. So, uh, yeah, it's not, I don't see him, you know, lathering up and brushing at the same time. As I said, I don't watch though. That'd be creepy. Yeah, but how much could you possibly be doing? It's it's like, you know, patting your head and rubbing your stomach. It's it's pretty hard, you know. So one hand's brushing your teeth and try foaming up with the others. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a text in on the text line. Morning, Ando, do you really want to know what I do in the shower? Ha ha, in caps, P.S. I have to shower in the morning, otherwise I cannot operate at work. I like that uh, Andy has said morning, cannot. <laughs> I simply cannot I agree. operate. I agree. Could not shower before bed and then throw clothes on and come here in the morning. That's like the story of my life. That's what I did. Yeah, I, I can't stand when my feet are dirty at night. That's <laughs> that's. <laughs> why are you laughing? It's not well, a. Yeah. I want to go back to Andy's anything. message. Thank you for sending that photo in too, Andy. Unfortunately, I can't describe it. I'm kidding. <laughs> he didn't. I didn't. But you, can, just went, you actually can send in photos. 0427 join. <laughs> also, another message in on the 0427 569 949 line. Oh, no, can't say it. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, I have special showers, the golden type. Haha, <laughs> 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 couldn't help it. Thanks for contributing. The convo's going to keep going because I've seen, it must have been a few years ago, an article or a forum, people discussing where they wash first. Oh, yes. Mine's yes. always the left forearm because I'm right-handed, so you're going to go for the Same. easy the easy bits, the easiest to reach. So you go from left forearm up to your shoulder, then when do you go? Um, probably the chest. Neck and chest? Yep, Oof, neck and chest. Just had an image then, staring <laughs> straight at you. Neck and chest. Do you, when do you shampoo? Um, so I don't wash my hair every day. No. Uh, it's too long and... 
yeah, uh, cumbersome. But we'd, we'd be on lunchtime radio. Yeah, if we you would. Had to you should. It. You should see the, the <laughs> hairball. Um, what was the question? Um, so you go chest. When do you wash your hair? Because I oh I, when I shampoo first. No no no. Oh yeah yeah. So shampoo first, and yep. then while I'm conditioning, I leave it in and do body because that yeah. lets it so, penetrate more. Yeah. Um, and it's usually yeah the leave-in conditioner type. Sometimes I even finish showering and then I'll step out with wet hair, come back and rinse. Do you ever condition first and shampoo second? Why would you do that? I did it for a few years. It was because this a theory? One, I don't know who got me onto it. It was Kim or Kylie or one of those famous Kardashians. Someone got me onto it. Somebody said, you'll be amazed. It makes it seals in your natural oils by conditioning first and then gives it a light little fresh. I, I've stopped doing it. I really can't. But I, I shampoo, leave it the shampoo in, do the top half of my body, then rinse the shampoo, put conditioner on, and then do the bottom half of my body. And once that I've washed my... That was too fast for me to catch. I think... So yeah, let me... Shampoo's in my hair. Shampoo's in. But you've I'm, only done the top half of your body. I, I, then I wash the top half of my body. Yeah. Then I stop it about the groin. And then I rinse the shampoo, put conditioner in. Then I go finish the rest of my body. <laughs> You're like a centaur. And once my fe- once the cake of soap has touched my feet, I rinse the cake of soap and that is the end. Like you don't go back to your bits after you've touched your feet. Yeah. It's like it doesn't reverse. Oh, there was just, you just never, you shouldn't, like, even though you've washed your feet and my feet are really clean and I don't hang out in gymnasiums, I know you think I do all the time because <laughs> I'm so buff, um, but, yeah, you, you just shouldn't, your feet shouldn't be touching your junk. Yep. They're different, it's like, it's I a good don't know, theory. it's I've like never beef had and to reef. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Except they go together. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> We're talking showers this morning. Yeah. We do have messages coming in, something on the gram. We do. Sam has slid into the DMs on Instagram, Annie and Ando, and says... I shower with my girlfriend all the time. I love it. Oh, that brings up. Mm. I was just reading a stat in Africa. It's most common around the world to shower with someone else. Um, as out a, of all the countries. As an intimate thing or as a, an efficiency Doesn't say water in the sa- stats. I'd, I'd say it's a water-saving thing in Africa. Remember when they told us to do that? Well, like, I remember growing shower up and we were having yeah, a drought and they were like, shower with a buddy. And I remember Will Anderson had a great joke about it. Did he? Yeah. Do you remember the joke? I don't remember. I don't know. He's like, oh, no, no, I do remember. He's like, um, when has showering with another person ever saved water? Because, <laughs> yeah, much likely to go longer. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's sexy. It ruins the, the moment because you've I got, agree. it's so cramped in there and you're slipping with, over even and with only one person gets the stream. Well, that sounds wrong. Yes. <laughs> move on, move on. Uh, one person gets the stream. Was We've already talked about golden showers. Move on. Um, well, if you're going to do it, the t- like, in the bed makes a mess. In the shower's probably better. But even I thought you were gonna, that was a little rhyme. In the bed makes a mess. In the shower, hour <laughs> power. I don't even, know. Even if you've got a shower that has two shower roses, and it's a big shower, it's. St- I still don't find like a shower is a business. Like it's a business. It's a business. Tra- not a business. Here's the agenda. You swipe yeah. your card. You get in. You go. You do your stuff, and you get out. I don't know. It's. It's not. It's yeah, it's a thing to be done. It's not like soaking in the bath to me. It's about getting clean. Even soaking in the bath together, no, no oh, fun. No. no. Oh, I went and did that Hepburn Springs thing yeah. once. The first time I ever did it, and it was like I will have a private room, and I was on a date, and you get your kid off, and they run a bath, and you pick your essential oils. The water was putrid. It looked like apple juice scum. <laughs> Wasn't that because of the essential oils? No, it was because it's from the spring. Apparently, fresh. I reckon they just use muddy throw, tap yeah, water and throw some mud it. into Ooh, it. Like, organic. It. Organic. But we are asking you this morning, what do you do in the shower? 0427 569 949 or email on air at joy.org.au or slide into our Instagram. If you've ever eaten or 
um, drunk anything in the shower, I would love to know as well because it makes me so curious. Do you clean the shower after you've been in it, like squidgy it every time? Yeah, I have a rule. If I think I'm the last person to shower that day, I will squidgy it. I'm a night shower, so I'm watching out for everyone else, you know. Yeah. 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 Same, like if, if someone's showering within like, half an hour, hour of me, I won't squidgy. Mm. But otherwise, every time in the shower, it gets a squidgy. Yeah, but I don't think my housemates are doing it at all. Uh, do you know what your housemates are doing in the shower? You're in a share house, Annie Louie. Lord knows. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to think about the it. the wall's thin? Like, is, no, is they're it... thick as, because it's an old Victorian house. They don't make them like but that But is anymore. the bathroom the most private place? Has that got a lock on the door? No lock. You're in a share house with no lock on the bathroom. Yeah, there's a rule. If the door is closed, then there's definitely someone in there. But this new guy doesn't know that. And he's been, I don't know, obsessively closing the door because it's right next to his room. And Is the toilet in the bathroom? Yes, yeah, there's toilets in there. Yeah, he's probably a bit stinky. Yeah, maybe. But just lightly close it because now I'm confused and I nearly opened the door on him the other day. Should we get him on the line now? Do do an intervention? Actually, I... That would be fun, but I haven't told him that that could happen. happen. Just wake him up and and say, hey, I can't believe you haven't had an induction program for him. I did, but uh, I don't want to overwhelm people with too many rules. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that that annoying housemate. I I know what you mean. (laughs) Thank God we don't live together. Who taught you to drive? (laughs) You say that like you're accusing me or something. Have you been watching me? (laughs) I have, and I want to know who's responsible. (laughs) I'm going to report you. No, 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 I'm just wondering, like, how did you learn to drive? Um, RACV, responsibly. Uh, lessons. Yeah, lessons. And I wasn't allowed to touch the wheel of our real car, our family car. <laughs> Not the fake one. <laughs> yeah, the little toy one that I've been driving. Um, where my legs <laughs> are propelling it. Like the Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't allowed to touch the family car until I'd done about 10 lessons. Yeah. Which is probably excessive. But, um, yeah, my parents didn't trust me without the, the pedals that the instructor has. Oh. that's. Do you think that's fair and reasonable? Uh, I probably, look, I've let my sister go on some lessons with me um, after she had about three lessons. Oh. So, yeah, I think it all depends on the person that's teaching, whether they're calm enough to handle yes. a few unexpected twists and turns, bumps here and there. Was your driving instructor, the professional one, Was were they um, calm? Yeah, he was cool. He was an ex-rally car driver. <laughs> Um, that explains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my favourite places that we went was Yarra Bend because it's so windy. And yeah. I still remember learning to steer there. And it's super fun because it is like go karting in a way when there's no traffic around. For all those drivers that were stuck behind <laughs> and <laughs> learning to steer Woo! on Yarra Bend yeah. and you are weaving. Yeah. Like, I just have this image of you weaving across both lanes. Nobody can get past. Yeah, just having the grandest fun. Uh, but then the. His car, someone crashed it the day before the test, so I had another driver <gasps> take me. Um, and I, How much do you reckon the insurance premium is on those little cars with the dual pedals that the driving instructors have? Because they must get a fair few knocks and docks. They sh- they would, yeah. That's $7,000 for your insurance, but you probably don't insure it. You probably do. <laughs> like, you do your third party. You <laughs> the spare co- parts in the backyard. And you go, and a touch up, and, and then you go, you know what, every six months I'm going to get a new one. Mm, bit of nail polish, that'll do. <laughs> Wow, I learned to drive. We grew up on, on like a bit of land. So my first car, I was 12 and got a, a mini minor that was a paddock bomb. A mini minor. It's a small car. I'll show you a picture of it. Is it like a mini Cooper, but mini yeah, minor? Yeah, yeah, but, but ah. a, like a 1960-something model or a 1970-something yeah. model in the ni- 80s. Yeah. Um, and 
like it took me, I reckon, a whole weekend just to learn how to use the clutch and gears. Like I kind of, Dad explained it and then got too frustrated with me, walked off. And I just sat ah. there in the paddock playing till I could actually get it moving. How old were you? Twelve. Yeah, that's what I thought. Farm people, they're always doing things super young. They are very responsible. Well, not always very responsible, but we do want to know your car story, so let us wow. know. I'm trying to calculate how many decades have you been driving. That's a lot of decades. It's not very nice. Up early, Annie and Ando here with you on Joy Friday morning. We're talking about things that you've broken the first time that you've used it or when it was brand new. Ando's notorious. This... Drone that you had that crashed the two first drones. time you two. two. I've had two drones in my life. What are you doing? What do you need these drones for anyway? Well, the first one was at a fundraiser. It was one of those silent auctions, and I won it. And it was a really expensive one. Like I'm not talking the special buys. You know, fifty. Was it the buck. top prize? No, that was a $25,000 diamond ring. But it gives you a sense. No, seriously, it was. It was if we that- gave that to you, you probably would have also lost it by now. Oh no, I would have got to maybe put in something around my neck. Um, point being... <laughs> like an abapoo. Um, point being, uh, yeah, so I got it. It was a big night. Um, you were also, like, the glasses of champagne had a donation attached to them, so they were really expensive, but then you got this little pewter um, token. So you were encouraged to... Basically, it was one of those fundraisers where you're encouraged to give, and I was given. So, oh. <laughs> so by the time I got home, all those lemonades time for a lay down. I did put, I open the drone, I pop it on the charger, I go to bed, I wake up in the morning with a bit of a headache and I go, oh, there's my new drone. (laughs) Hello, baby. Sparkle, sparkle. So I have a cup of coffee. think, "Mm, I've seen that these aren't easy to fly. I'll do it inside first. (laughs) In the lounge room, I've got it hovering. It's up. Why would you think of doing it inside the house? Because I didn't want it running away. Okay. Because I'd never operated a drone before. So there it is buzzing away. And I'm like, what does this button do? Press it. It was the abort button. It smashed on the ground. In your own house. That was the end. Kaput. I I got concrete floor. And it just went from hover hover near the ceiling to smash in (laughs) 34-ish pieces. And probably 34-ish seconds as well. Longest flight. Oh. Oh, the, the total flight time, yeah, was yeah. about 30-something seconds. So I kept the box and all the accessories and charger for a little while and then threw that out because, like, what do I do Bad with Bad memories. It? It, it was just really disappointing because I thought, oh, I want to get into drones. So then I did buy one of the cheaper special buyers ones um, and it got caught in the wind and fell into my <laughs> dam. It's in the bottom of the dam. It's like Titanic. We need to go on a rescue mission. Where's Ando's oh. drone? There's eels in that dam. Ooh. No they're probably thanks. using it. It's like an aquarium, <laughs> a fun little... They're driving it around. <laughs> it's like a play centre. You know, yeah. like it's the... You slide through that hoop and I'll slide through... Yeah, oh, the, as the lithium battery... Yeah, let's not even go there. Ooh. Yeah, are your, are your geese, like, radioactive now? No, different, been drinking, dam. Different, uh, different dam. Different dam. <laughs> different dam. Um, it does make me... I reckon I'm not the only one that smashed a drone. A big uh, shout-out, actually, to all our international listeners because sometimes we do get messages in from far away like California, Finland, so cool. Denmark. <laughs> now you're just listening to all the countries, you know, Antarctica, the North Pole. Do you reckon Pole. they listen to us down there in Antarctica? I reckon they do have radios down there. That they is definitely one of the do. first, yeah, because they needed them for their missions. I know someone who used to work, that went there and worked as a, as a mission. Um, Not just one of the people ferried on the boats for a no, holiday. A manager. 
A manage, manager of she Antarctica. Was, she, was a, no, she was a manager of a team down there and um, talks... It's an incredible story. Super cool. And there's, like, the winter where they're essentially locked in their buildings doing research work yeah. and then when it's summer, it's all the maintenance work that goes on down there on all the buildings because you can't kind of do that in blizzards. I just, it just amazes me that they have to do stuff, boring stuff like maintenance in Antarctica. Maintenance. And when the ship turns up, when it can get through, do you know how excited they must be to get some food that they've missed out on? What can they send down there? What are they craving? If you're working in Antarctica and listening, slide into our DMs yeah. on Instagram. Any and and uh, does make me wonder though. When travelling and poor Gasper's uh, drone <laughs> at Slovenia, have you ever broken anything when you're travelling? Makes me think of luggage, such a common one. Oh. Luggage handles, wheels, and your knickers flying across <laughs> the carousel. That old chestnut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When you can see that something's happened in transit and they've roughly just packed it back Taped in. Taped it back up. Do yeah. you reckon that's really happened or they, they went into it? I don't know. Baggage handlers probably see things like that every day. It probably bores them. There's nothing that they could really want. If you've got cloth, like fabric suitcases, and it's got a square tear in it, rumours have it it's actually a hook that the baggage handlers used to use to actually grab luggage and shift oh. it around. So they actually were putting holes. So I went and got myself one of those... Fancy hard case ones. Yeah. And um, I was on a train. This is going to sound like a, a bit of a knob more than normal. Um, I was on a train from Paris to uh, Fontainebleau. Don't know where that is. And so I was studying over there. And um, the train was packed. So I've got my Toomey hard shell case that's so cool. And it was chockers because it was winter over there. And so you need layers and coats and jackets. So, and I thought, oh, I'll just sit on my suitcase during the train trip. Yeah, I've done that before. Halfway through, the whole thing collapses <sighs> with me going breakfast over, breakfast or whatever the saying is, legs in the air and oh. all these beautiful French people going, uh, <laughs> I don't know what they were saying. Je ne sais pas pourquoi. Je ne sais... Like, were you were right. <laughs> no, they... No, do you know what? They didn't. They oh, were worried for me. And then I was yeah. just so embarrassed. And then I had, like, dirt marks on my chinos and I was... Oh, I felt oh, so inadequate. I'm not going to do that again then. No. Did you have to buy a replacement luggage case? Do you know what? This is... I give credit to the brand. Once I got to my... I was going to say my digs. Who am I? <laughs> Once I got to my, <laughs> my digs, pad. My pad. Once I got to my study pad, um, I emptied my suitcase and just popped it from the inside. Pop, pop, pop. And it popped it all out. Oh, like you just punched it back out. Yeah, firmly with my foot, yes. Yeah. And it ah. popped all back out and it was fine. Oh, good one. Little crease marks in the hard shell, but... Gosh, just burn it. Throw it away. Oh, no, I paid too much. It's got a tracking device in it. Insane. Official brand ambassador, Ando. You know I love a sponsor. Love I love We a still sp- haven't got any. Please message What us am in. I doing wrong? <laughs> we want yeah. a sponsor. If you're an organisation and would like to get behind this phenomenal movement that is Annie and Ando up early, what? reach out Take to us. Take a number. We're busy. <laughs> you were just listening to a podcast from the Annie and Ando show. You can find more on iTunes, the Android Store, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.